G'day and welcome to Zero Now, the home of great business interviews. My name is Joel, I'm from the Zero Education team based here in Melbourne. And I'm really pleased to say that for our very first podcast episode, we're really pleased with how this one came out and we think you're really going to enjoy it. In this episode, we hear from Mel Morris in our New Zealand team. She spent some time chatting with Natasha from The Sweat Gym and Alex from Paint Vine, who run very cool businesses based in New Zealand. Both Natasha and Alex had the foresight and courage to really pivot their businesses in the light of the recent global pandemic lockdown and the resulting social distancing rules. They've each got some really great wisdom to share and some tips for anyone planning to do the same. The audio here is taken from our regular online events called Zero Hour, where we hear from experts in a specific field. Now, because Mel and her guests were all dialing in from the very sensible social distance of their homes, you will hear some background noise and maybe the occasional car driving past, but hey, we reckon that's all part of the fun. Now, we pick up the conversation just as Natasha introduces herself, so let's check it out. I'm Natasha um, from The Sweat Gym. Um, we're based in Wellington, Kaifatafata, Wellington. Um, so yeah, we are a gym um, specialising in group training, so running anything from hit classes, strength classes, uh, mums and bubs, uh, specialist classes for technique um, and uh, we cater to all fitness levels so we have members that are 14 years old through to 65 seven years seven years old um, and we usually pop them all in one class so um, it, we have a whole lot of different fitness levels that we have to work with every day and um, a whole lot of different demographics as well uh, we've been running for six years now, um, and my role at Sweat is I am one of the business partners, so um, wife of one of the two owners of the business, and I'm also a personal and group trainer as well. Alex, over All to right. you. Um, my name's Alex Hamilton. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Paintvine. Um, so prior to COVID, we predominantly hosted um, paint and sip events in bars and restaurants throughout New Zealand and the UK. Um, since COVID, we've obviously had to completely pivot our business model um, and we're now hosting um, live streamed and on-demand painting classes um, in your own home. Um, we've been running for about three years um, and we've scaled from a fully bootstrap business into a business that's now operating in four different countries across the world. This is pretty cool. Totally different types of organizations that were very physical based, very, you know, tactile, they had to be there, have managed to do this. So let's get into the questions. The first question up is for Natalie. Can you um, just talk us through how your business operations were affected by COVID-19 and what you did to pivot or adapt? It might be things like, you know, what disruptions did you experience? Um, you know, how did you have to reinvent yourself? And um, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, obviously we're a very people facing job, um, hands on as well. And I think it was Monday level two hit. Um, and just prior to that, we had a feeling that something big was going to happen. So we basically got together with our business partners and had to make a plan A, B and C. Um, we had to notify all our clients, like let them know what our plans were. Um, but the hardest thing was probably the unknown. We didn't know when these plans were going to take place. We just had to be ready for them. So we started off with plan A, which we walked in on Monday at level two, um, where we 
had to start filming um, our live classes. So to offer an online option as well, but also restrict a lot of things like numbers. So we'd go from 50 people at one class alone and we run three classes in the morning back to back um, to having to cut that down to 15 and then offer an online option for people who weren't coming into the gym for whatever reason, maybe they were scared um, at that point. Um, so they could do that at the same time. And then by Monday afternoon, we got told we were going to level three for us. Um, that was just shut the doors straight away. So we went from plan A to C pretty quickly, um, C being us moving our entire model online and having to run an online gym. Amazing, 150 people in the morning down to not many. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah. one day, it's, and, you know, did you find that, you know, when you did that, did you have to target different customers? Did you have to segment them out or did they increase? Yeah, so we, demographically? Yeah, so we obviously wanted to cater to our members first. That was our first and foremost. Um, we, they're the ones we had been communicating with what we were going to do for them. Um, so we moved onto a Facebook platform um, straight away, which uh, some of them had to make Facebook. They didn't have it um, just to join in with us. Um, and then we also started to learn things like incorporating Zoom. So a lot of our corporates who use Zoom, like you guys, um, for meetings, we started throwing those um, into live sessions as well. So we actually run two different platforms while we're working out. Um, so we have our Zoom going and our Facebook Live going, um, and it's all on our private members' Facebook page too. Amazing. And have you found the demographic area and the geographic area has changed, has altered? Uh, yeah, so we obviously started in Wellington. Um, we started growing uh, nationwide, and now we've got clients from London, um, Australia. We've got a guy in Samoa. Um, that joins us um, and the cool thing why they can join us even though the time difference is they can replay all our sessions so they don't have to get up at some crazy hour of the morning um, just when it suits them they just go in and um, join the class with us because they can replay everything fantastic thank you so much for that it's pretty impressive to do that quite so quickly Alex Alex how did um, how did you move your business online in such a short space of time as well um, before COVID how did how did, yeah. how did you do that um, I, I guess we were fortunate in some ways that parts of the business were kind of already online um, but I think the the other fortunate thing about it was I was actually in the US about a week before lockdown happened um, and I could quickly see that uh, things were not shaping up so hot over there um, so I think I was quite fortunate to kind of get a, a view into what was going to happen in New Zealand, um, how things were going to operate. And I kind of fed that information back to our team here in New Zealand and said, hey, look, we need to think about the um, next steps for us, um, especially being an event business that runs out of bars and restaurants. Um, I think we did have a bit of a leg up in terms of being able to identify the issue early um, and then really kind of clearly set out a plan um, and assign roles within the business on who was doing what, um, who was handling this, um, and also setting clear expectations for our customers about, you know, uh, this is how it's going to look. Um, it might not be like this for long, um, but until we have a bit more certainty, this is kind of how things are going to run. Um, and I think the, the other thing was uh, setting the expectation for our customers about our new offering and, um, it wasn't going to be perfect um, and being able to kind of hack it together quickly 
with, you know, uh, some YouTube links, um, making things, you know, imperfect in a way, uh, and just making sure that our customers were aware that, you know, it might not be perfect to begin with, um, but we're moving as fast as we can. That's a really key point. You know, when you, when you think about, you know, sometimes people uh, get a little bit paralyzed with fear of it not being 110%, you know, perfect straight off, you know, and, and that sort of puts, puts it back. So, yeah, hats off to you. Just sort of get on there and do it and, and admit that to the customers as well. That's a new world. We're all trying to do our best. And, yeah, really good. And I think really. the, the perfection element adds so many layers of complexity, I think. You know, the longer you spend perfecting something, the the more complexities you're adding into your business. And I think if you just set a clear expectation for your customers that, you know, this is what's going to be going on and it might not be perfect to begin with. But um, it also adds a good, like, validation layer that, you know, if you do get some traction in a certain area, you can spend the money to go and get the, the cool tools and the things that look nice and work well. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. So... Since COVID, what within your business have, be, have you been keeping a much closer eye on? Um, I think the big one for us, well, for every business is obviously the revenue aspect. Um, mm. Obviously, keeping a close eye on the uh, financials of the business is also really important, but also making sure that the stuff outside the revenue is still working well. Um, so the marketing, how are we still getting customers to come to our website and know where we're around and operating? Um, and then also from uh, operational perspective, I think, um, being there for your employees, trying to keep them engaged, um, obviously, you know, letting them know that the uh, stuff that's going on inside the business still revolves around them and, and obviously them having a, a part to play in it. So um, I think the, the biggest changes for us has obviously just been keeping a really close eye on the revenue aspect and setting up you know, new measures for how long we're going to run for. Um, you know, what are our options in terms of if we get to, you know, month six and we're starting to run out of money, what options do we have at that point? Um, and then also just the employee aspect, obviously letting them know that, you know, this is different, it's going to take some time to adjust. Um, but understanding that everyone works in a different way and kind of just being there for, for them um, while they adjust to this. That people, isn't it? Well done, Alex. That actually wasn't one of your questions, was it? <laughs> You did really well. Uh, hindsight, though, um, just one more question there. Well, hindsight, what would you do differently? If you, if you had hindsight 2020, just you know, briefly, what would you do differently to, to what you did? I think planning. Like, I, I, it just happened so fast that the, the lack of planning and the lack of kind of preparation for the, the problem was intensified by having to move so fast once it happened. Um, I think post you know, COVID, I think there's going to be a lot of businesses that are going to be doing the same thing in terms of if this happens again, um, how are we going to survive or how are we going to pivot so that we can continue driving the, the right behaviours in the business. Natasha, what do you think the new normal will look like in your business uh, and other businesses in general coming out of COVID? Um, restrictive for, for us, definitely. Um, as in, I mean that as in, we won't be able to go back straight away and do exactly what we used to do just because we're going to open our doors again. Um, and obviously everyone has to play within guidelines and play by the rules. Um, and it will change the way people move in and out of our gym. Um, 
we're very open and free. Like we're very much like a family. Um, people hang around there for a long time and chat after their workouts. And um, because of the hygiene stuff that we have to do, we have to get people in and out um, in a timely manner. So we're going to add things like changing our schedule, um, staggering our staff. Our staff are going to be exposed to a lot of people. So they're, um, like, as you said before, it's about the people and their health is our priority. Um, so they've been working with us this whole way through and we really don't want them um, to sort of crash and burn now just because we've gone back to the gym. Um, so we've been pretty clear with the, uh, with them saying like, look, if you're not comfortable, you don't have to come in. Um, and at the same time, same with our members, like we've said, this is what it's going to look like at your gym for a while. Um, but also we've had really good feedback because we've offered them the online thing at the same time. So it's been working really well. So for us, it's been another business opportunity or avenue that we've just decided to keep going with. So we're going to run both. Um, and then we're catering to both sides of the business. We've got the people that want to come back in and see us. Um, and then we get to keep that online community that we started up as well. It's so heartening to hear that even in a pandemic lockdown environment, that new technologies and new ways of thinking can still help small businesses to reach new customers and even new geographic locations. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from Natasha and Alex about new opportunities and the importance of team culture when you're working remotely. So stay tuned. Have any other opportunities arisen from this and how has it changed your perspective on the business world? Yeah, I think for us it's um, one of the tricky things about our business is it requires people to scale um, in terms of, you know, having artists in every location who can run the events. Um, and I think the biggest opportunity that we've kind of realised is that this offering is um, much more scalable. It, it doesn't really require people to be um, heavily involved in the, the operations of the business. Um, I think the interesting thing for us or a kind of eye-opening eye moment was looking at the customers that have purchased and seeing that about 40% of them were new customers who had never come to one of our events before. Um, Amazing. So I think, yeah, it was really cool to be able to see the either they weren't um, serviceable customers because they didn't live in the areas we operated our events or the offering was just something that was a lot more appealing to them. So, you know, we've obviously realized that um, there's a lot more work to be done in terms of getting our offering out to people that, that can't come to our events in, in the major cities um, throughout New Zealand. So I think, yeah, that's the, the big opportunity. And then obviously the scalable side of things is being able to quickly roll this out in different countries um, is much easier than, than doing the in-person events. So, uh, we launched in Australia last week. Um, we just launched in the US yesterday and it's required a lot less hands-on effort to kind of get things rolling and, and get the ball moving. Natasha, you're there. How have you managed to maintain your team or company culture with everyone working remotely? Um, team culture has been interesting. So we hired two new trainers uh, that was supposed to start on their own the day we went into level three. Um, yeah, so that was um, that was fun. But they've actually 
this online uh, business has really made them step up because they haven't had the chance to sell themselves in person um, and have those personal chats with members and people coming in and out of their space at the gym. They've had to really turn it up online. So um, they've done amazing doing that. And um, it's actually been, it's let people open up to them even more. So people that probably wouldn't approach them in person have been more comfortable online typing out a question to ask them um, and that sort of stuff, which has been cool. Um, we just keep our communication lines open with our members and our staff the whole time. Um, and just trying to remember not to be scared or of being judged of the decision you're going to make, um, because obviously this is about safety first. So if we're not feeling safe doing a certain something, then we just tell our customers why, and we tell our staff why, um, and people have been really understanding, which has been really cool. Um, yeah, we feel like it's important not to feel pressured at this time to do something just because a business, you know, that say opening at level two, um, things could be running back next week. Um, we've just been really honest saying, look, these are the steps we're going to take. And if you're happy to come with us um, and support us, then that would be awesome. And they have been. So um, just keeping communication lines open, um, little team bonding things, quiz nights, um, Q&As before the session. Um, yeah, just to give people their, their normal still. So feeling like they are, you're still with them, you haven't left them in the lurch. Um, and you're not just saying things like, we can't wait to see you back in a physical sense. Like we'll stick with you this whole way. You mentioned the other day when we chatted that you used um, surveys, I think, to your your client base to find yeah. out whether they wanted to come in or whether they wanted to stay there. What was the outcome of that? Yeah, so that's we've pretty much every time before we've gone to make a big decision. Um, it could be just, you know, changing a class time. Um, just putting out a really quick little survey. I guess with times like this, you're very lucky that everyone's online so much um, and the, the response rate has been a lot better than what we would usually get. Um, and the, with that, they're finding that, we're finding that they feel that they're really involved in the decision that you're gonna make as well. Um, but yeah, it's been really good because people have been so much more supportive than what you actually think is gonna happen. So. You know, people have said, well, we want to be back. We want to see you guys in a physical sense at the gym. But at the same time, if you're not ready um, and or you need more time to get ready for us to make it safe, then we support that as well. Really good. Really nice. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid no. to ask the question and talk and feedback. That's great. Thanks. Thank you. Alex, what are your top three tips for other businesses who are looking for opportunities to do something quite different with their business during COVID-19? I think the first big one would be uh, just because it generate, doesn't generate revenue, um, you shouldn't do it. I think the, the one thing that I've noticed like about my personal behavior is I'm on my phone a lot more. I'm scrolling through Facebook, through Instagram, and it's such a great time to be able to get your message out there. Um, still let people know that you're, you know, whether or not you're operating or not, um, that you're still in business and, and you're still willing to um, listen to your customers, let them know you're around. And just because, you know, operations might've stopped or slowed down. Um, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be out there still trying to bring in new customers, get them to your website um, and show them what you're about. So I think that's the, the first big one. 
Um, I think the second one is just about perfection. Um, it, it doesn't need to be perfect. And as long as you set the right expectations for your customers about what they're going to get and um, you deliver on those, then your customers are going to be happy either way. Um, and I think the third one is just about the opportunities. Um, I think it's a really good time for every business to reassess uh, the opportunities that are out there for them and the, the longevity of their business, whether it's um, just getting through the the pandemic or if it's longer than that and saying, you know, this has really opened up a, another sort of stream or pathway that we can explore after as well. Natasha, what are your three top tips? Um, first of all, so don't feel pressured. Safety first. Um, people understand in times like this. So put your people first, put your employees first. Um, think about your own health. Um, communicate. So just be honest the whole way, um, be open, um, don't be afraid to say things. Um, you're, you're keeping people connected and that's what it's you know about the whole way. Um, and Alex has touched on this a lot, but I 100% agree about the, uh, the perfection thing. So Act Fast was one of our planning tools. Um, you can adapt your business at the time and um, roll with it and make changes and get feedback. So don't wait till the product is absolutely perfect before you put it out there. Um, the important thing I think is just to be out there. People know you haven't gone anywhere and um, yeah, you, it'll show what kind of good business person you are if you can roll with the punches and just adapt as you go. Thanks for listening to this first episode of the Zero Now podcast, the home of great business interviews. We really hope you've enjoyed it, learned a lot, and that you'll join us for more episodes in the future. To check out any of our other events like Zero Hour, head to central.zero.com. Big thanks to our team and our guests. We'll catch you next time.